The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Ah, yes, it is Matt Mosley. It is he. And uh, here we go. 3.02 on a Wednesday afternoon. And it's going to be a strong week. Bears have a what feels like a must-win game with the Cougars coming to town. That is a 2.30 start against the dreaded Houston Cougars. Aaron, I reached out to one of our – I like this guy a lot. He writes for the Chronicle. He's been kind of our Houston, you know, Cougar insider in the past, uh, Joseph Duarte. And this morning I thought, well, we might ought to have Joseph on, talk about the Cougars a little bit. He wrote me back at some point this afternoon, and he said, "What's the topic? Like, what you know, like what?" We, and so, <laughs> right. I I was just kind of like, you know, I don't. Maybe he's just checked out on football season. I don't know. But when I got that back, I just said, "Joseph, don't worry about it, man. I was just wanting to talk Baylor U of H with you. I thought that was funny. What is the topic? Well, I mean, it's the he's the beat writer for the Houston Cougars. Like, what would what would the flagship station of Baylor be calling about? I don't know. Maybe the the Astros. I I, I really don't know. But that's okay. I like that guy. We'll just kind of give him a little bit of breathing room here. Um, we are a pair, Baylor football reaching out to uh, students to claim claim your ticket for Saturdays. Wide out. But Aaron, we do have some major Baylor. Wow, there it is. The, um, the our breaking news sounder, and we uh, will step into our newsroom. And Aaron, I'll tell you, when you're having a bad football season and your team's three and five, there are a couple things you can do. You can start talking about basketball season, especially since Baylor's really good at men's basketball and women's basketball to, to an extent. Uh, and I I think uh, you can also start talking about, like, future seasons. Now, this is not when we'll talk about, I mean, what's the coaching staff going to look like, all of that. I mean, it, that is going to play itself out. I think you'd be would be crazy not to think there would be some form of changes. I re I think Mac Rhodes desperately wants Dave Aranda to continue on and to be the person who brings about the change. I mean, I think there's so many things about Aranda that are great that they're, they're going to try to ride this thing out. The problem, of course, being. If you lost to Houston at home, that would be eight straight uh, losses at home to FBS opponents. 
and you fall to three and six and you only have two conference wins against teams that don't have a single conference victory, um, that would things would get a little ugly. But the breaking news is this. We now know the future conference opponents for Baylor. Especially this is important with Colorado, the Buffs coming in, the Utes, the Wildcats, the Sun Devils, all these new teams. Here they come. Here they come. And so this is an exciting day. We knew the grid was going to be rolled out today. We can start complaining. We can start saying what we like about it. Aaron, given how poorly the the Bears have performed at home this year, I got to tell you, I'm just kind of glad to see only four games on the home schedule, uh, you know, conference games next year. <laughs> like something about that <laughs> seems kind of good to me. Now, who knows? Hopefully by next year they'll be headed in the right direction, and maybe that'll be a bad thing. But right now, given how poorly this team has performed at home, I don't mind seeing only four conference games. So, without further ado, here are the four home games uh, at McLean Stadium next year. Now, again, we won't have the dates for you. That'll come out in due time, and you can kind of plan your season and plan your fall around that. These are We just know the opponents for next season. And then the seasons after that. And and I'll get into in a minute what – and I love these sked grids. And then later in the program, Aaron, in, in, in fact, Campus Confidential, if we want to, we can look at some of these other team schedules. Now, what's weird is this is our really first time to look at a schedule, a Big 12 schedule that does not include – Texas in OU. Very strange, but hey, we've had a lot of time to get ready for that now. All right. So, and they already know their opponents in the SEC in the next few seasons, at least next season. The home games for Baylor, BYU, our LDS friends are coming back to town. So, Baylor will have played them in three of the past four seasons when that occurs. TCU is the protected game. There were just a few in the conference. Um, Kansas and Kansas State was protected rivalry. Baylor and TCU was a protected rivalry. Um, Arizona and Arizona State. And then, interestingly, BYU and Utah, which has been the, uh, the holy war, I believe is what that one's called. And so all of those... Uh, teams and rivalries have been protected. Who did I not mention, Aaron? Well, I didn't mention I didn't mention Texas Tech, and I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, so this is you'll recall Texas Tech um, was at Baylor this year. Um, Baylor will be on the road at Tech next season. Now here's the home slate, though. Uh, BYU, TCU, Oklahoma State, and KU. I, I thought the Baylor-Oklahoma State thing had had really been, especially going back to the title game, 2021, I thought that was a mistake not to play OU or OSU this year for Baylor. 
I, I now look at both those teams, and I'm not saying they're great, but they're much better than Baylor. Maybe it's a good thing not to have to play them this year. So next year's home schedule, BYU, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Kansas. Aaron, TCU's had a downturn this season. BYU's kind of like, eh, you know, like a 500-type team. OSU's had a great turnaround, and KU is having a breakout season. I mean, KU is ranked in the top 25 of the college football playoff. Uh, they, they, the uh, CFP committee came out with its first um, announcement. That I mean, we had so much going on with the Rangers and everything else. Oh, by the way, the Rangers are trying to clinch the World Series tonight. That's at 7.03. And they'll have Nathan Avaldi on the mound. We'll have much more coming on that. Uh, and at 320, Mike Ducey is on the ground in Arizona. Longtime uh, uh, Dallas area Fox 4 um, uh, news anchor or sports anchor. And he'll be on the ground with us at 320 from Phoenix, from downtown Phoenix. So that is uh, the home schedule. Kansas, OSU, TCU, and BYU. Aaron, if you're only going to have four teams come in from this new slate, that's not bad. That's not bad because, you know, KU's familiar, TCU's familiar, OSU's familiar, and then I I feel like uh, BYU's becoming a lot more familiar. That's a pretty good home slate of games. Like every one of those teams in some ways is, is pretty exciting. And, and, of course, the, the hatred and the rivalry is built in with the TCU thing. Now, away games in 2024. This is where it gets really interesting. The Bears will go to Boulder, Colorado and play the Buffs. I, I think that's exciting. I mean, it's a great trip for Baylor fans. Um, I, I, I see you will be even better. I think it's a dynamic team. That's a tough road game. But it'd be a fun trip for the Bears fans. Texas Tech away, okay? U of H away. Iowa State away. West Virginia away. From what I can tell, Aaron, basically the schedule makers made sure that Baylor will get, like, all those schools Baylor played at home this year, they will have to go see on the road. The only exception being who, Aaron? I'm trying to think of the of who's come to town so far. We're still waiting on U of H in West Virginia. The Utes, that was not a conference game, obviously, when they came to town. Um, I was just oh, well, yeah, Texas. Texas is the one school, obviously, not on this schedule, so you don't have to go play in Austin because they're out of the conference. So, to Boulder, to Lubbock, to U of H, to Iowa State, and to West Virginia. Um, You didn't exactly – the only break you caught is not having to play – what will probably be one of the best teams in the conference. You do not have to play Utah. Other than that, that's a pretty tough schedule. I mean, Lubbock, Boulder, 
I mean, you don't have to go or host any of the Arizona schools, but they're not that great. So I don't think that would have been that big of a deal. So the only thing, the only thing that broke Baylor's direction was getting, um, not having to play Utah next year. Okay, and and not having to go back there, and 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 so there's obviously reasons for that. Now, 2025. This is where it gets interesting for Utah. Utah plays in Waco. Um, this season, right, 2023, they got to turn around and come back to Waco in 2025. Arizona State comes to Baylor. The Utes come. University of Houston. Now, that, it, it, it appears, Aaron, they're almost setting up Houston as a protected rival because you get them in, let's see, U of H, 2025. You get them again in 2026. But interestingly... So basically, they're going four straight years of Baylor and U of H, and then in 2027, U of H will roll off the schedule. I mean, I know you can't keep all these things, but that's, I mean, with two teams that are only a few hours away from each other, it's interesting that they made it a priority to have Houston on the schedule, 2023, 24, 25, and 26, and then they're taking them off the schedule for 2027. The again, the only in um, the in 2025, Aaron, uh, I mentioned. Oh, K State's coming to town in UCF. All right, that'll be UCF's first trip to Waco. Um, first time to see uh, K State in a little bit, and then the away games that year, you go to Arizona, TCU. OSU and Cincinnati. OSU is back on the schedule, but they roll off in 2026 and not on the schedule. Oh yeah, back they're back in 2027. So, Aaron, these are hard. I know these aren't easy schedules to put together, but it's a little awkward and a little weird for Baylor to kind of have these rivalries but not all the way, right? You got U of H three of the four years in the coming years. <clears throat> Same with OSU, three of the four years. But it's not really a rivalry if you white if you don't have one of the games, one of those years. I mean, it's just not. It, it's hard to root that in anything when you when you don't play them every year, and the only team it, it appears that Baylor will play every year is the U of H. Um, Aaron, in this way, it kind of takes on more of like a Big Ten with all those teams' schedule. I mean, even the SEC protects like three rivalry games. Uh, Maybe not for everybody, but like we know who the Aggies are going to play every year. Like, there's, there's three teams. OU and Texas will have the same situation. The Bears only have one in the conference. Aaron, at first blush, you know, I, I just don't love that. All right, we need to go. We've got a big uh, guest coming up. Mike Ducey joining us from Phoenix, Arizona, next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. 
Robinson Athletic Booster Club proudly supports the athletics of Robinson High School, a nonprofit organization comprised solely of volunteers that lend a hand and encourage everyone to participate, whether in concession sales, event planning, finances, or even time. Robinson Athletic Booster Club is able to support the athletic program by purchasing equipment, supplies, and providing scholarships. For more information on how you can help, contact Denise at 254-214-3625. Let's go Rockets! All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Mike Ducey joining us now. Free for all, Fox 4 in Dallas-Fort Worth. And, uh, Mike, we've all, I mean, you're there. You're in the midst of it. It could happen tonight. Uh, We've kind of been on the cusp of this before. But, boy, this, this is starting to feel Real, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you're having a nice day there in uh, in Phoenix. Matt, it's another beautiful day in in the desert. Plenty of sunshine. The roof will be open. I'm told here at the uh, the ballpark again again tonight. So God can look down on the Rangers potentially winning a championship for the uh, for the first time. And you're right; they have been down this road before. We all remember 2011. Haven't led the World Series three games to one before though. So this. This has a little different feel to it, I think. Yeah, and I, by the way, I love it that the games go straight in to you watch these games, and then suddenly there are you and Sam, uh, and I, I, in my mind, all of America is taken right to you guys. <laughs> I, I realize uh, that's a little provincial of me, but I kind of <laughs> like that feeling of like, okay, well. it's time for Mike to take over. But uh, that's got to be a unique deal. I mean, first of all, to kind of be ready to go right on the fly, right as the game ends. And sometimes, like in a blowout, you know, you got plenty of time to kind of know exactly what you want to do. Although with these Rangers, Mike, the bullpen always makes it interesting, right? <laughs> well, it's unlike never... you, Matt, I like to give the behind-the-scenes people at the station credit, and, and they have uh-huh. a lot to do with, with getting the show uh, together. But, you know, it is, it is a challenge, but – 
I've been complaining for years about having to wait till the end of the newscast to do my thing, so I can't very well complain now when I get to do it uh, right off the top. But yeah, the, the, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and the station has devoted a lot of resources to our coverage, so that's that's been good. But you're right about the Ranger bullpen. You know, even last night in a game that that was a a runaway, uh, there were some uh, a little bit of uneasiness, I'm sure, among the, the fan base, but. Yeah, it's it's been a good time here, and and it's great working with Sam and Jeff and our our entire crew. So thanks for that uh, nice little plug. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, we've enjoyed it. Now Adolis not being in the lineup that was a jolt, and you kind of wondered how they would respond. It was kind of cool that apparently he showed up at the hitters meeting and and said some things, and and maybe he was a little emotional. I mean, I I I just think it speaks a lot of him that in that moment he was thinking more about his team and, and, and being a leader and still an emotional leader, even though he can't do it on the field because nobody wants to be out there worse than he does. But um, I think, I think uh, obviously it may have helped whatever he said, because even though Jankowski stepping in for him and then hitting in the nine hole, he played a pivotal role in, in kind of lengthening that lead and ends up what two for four in the game Making night made a gorgeous play late in that uh, game in the outfield. Uh, in fact, I was like, man, let's not get anybody hurt uh, with this game out of control. Let's not run run into each other. But that uh, that Adolis factor, uh, I thought was pretty remarkable last night because you wondered how they would respond. Yeah, and the guy has been such an inspirational player for them. Obviously, one of the great postseason performances of any player in baseball history. And it's funny because this team, by and large, I think it's a really good clubhouse. I think there's a lot of smart, thoughtful guys in there, a lot of good interviews. But they can be, you know, if, if, if people are criticizing them from a personality standpoint, is that they can be a little bit robotic. You know, Simeon doesn't show a lot of emotion. Seeger certainly does not, although he's come out of his shell a bit here in the postseason. But then Adolis has made up for all of that with, with his personality. So the fact that he was sidelined yet, figured out a way to get his message across to the guys, I think was uh, really one of the headlines last night. But the fact that that Seager and Simeon at the top of that order, you know, both were producing, but then they also got contributions from a guy like Josh Young, who moved up from the eight to the the five hole in the lineup. And he's had such a great rookie year, but came through, uh, I think, three for four last night as well. And Jankowski, as you mentioned, is is a cool story. He was a factor early in the year and just, we hadn't heard from him much in the playoffs. That, that's for sure. But yeah, it was it was an impressive performance offensively last night. That's for sure. Mike Ducey joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas. We've done a lot of TV together over the years, uh, and uh, and uh, Mike, I think those have been memorable appearances. Mike, I don't know, I don't know if anybody remembers them or not, but I've really enjoyed it over the years. Now, I would say that. Uh, Josh Young was a guy, isn't it interesting when you see somebody get moved up in the order? And he was up there, what, hitting, oh, as high as three at times. Certainly he was up there hitting in the five hole a lot this season. He had been hitting uh, eighth, which again is, for, for a slugger like him, just tells you how great this lineup is. But I almost got the feeling... Uh, that getting back up there to fifth, in a sense, it was kind of like he he was ready. You know what I mean? He w- he just kind of seemed like he's like, okay, 
I'm back up here where I probably belong, and I'm going to have a big night. And I, I don't know. Sometimes it's it's easy to say that after they get these hits, right? But yeah, there was just I, I, something I, about his presence that that really seemed like he was very very comfortable to move up there in the lineup. And in baseball, Matt, I never know if it's guys that are just inspired by things like that or if it just happens to be the pitching matchup and the way they're seeing the ball on any given night, or maybe it's just Bruce Bochy. You know, like we give Bochy credit for everything else. Let's give him credit for this. He knew what he was doing when Young was batting eighth. He knows what he's doing when he's batting fifth. If he has Young catching tonight, that would be a good idea. I, I'm through second-guessing Bruce Bochy about anything. I mean, he just uh, everything he touches turns to gold, seemingly. But this this lineup that had been so productive for most of the year and then had notably gone quiet during some pretty important times has really come back now with efforts like that last night and shown its depth, I think. And if they win the World Series, they're going to owe a lot of their success to that, that deep lineup and the kind of offense they're able to throw out there night after night. I'd like to see you take this thing to about midnight. If they do clinch this thing and win it all, Mike, I, I just think – you should make them yank you off the air, which they're very willing to do, probably. Yeah, yeah. But just keep talking, man. I mean, you cannot do enough uh, on this. It's interesting people bring up to me, well, the ratings. Have you seen how bad the ratings? And I'm like, I just don't care. I know it's a weird thing to bring up with you since you're uh, Fox now that I brought it up. But, I, I again, I – to me, I mean, our local audience, I guarantee you, Dallas-Fort Worth, the ratings are off the charts. I mean, you know, and, and even in Houston, I guarantee you, they're hate-watching the Rangers. Who knows, some of those fans might be secretly pulling for them. But I always find that interesting, that people around the country will go, oh, man, look at these ratings. And those of us who love the game and obviously love the Rangers could not give a rip. Now, Mike, you're, you and I have both been held to rating standards over the years, for better or worse, so maybe you can't look at it like I'm looking at it. But I just, I just find it interesting that people make such a big to-do of that, oh, this matchup is not going to get good ratings. And, man, I just, I, again, I, I could not care less about that factor. Yeah, and I, heaven knows I love the company I work for. Don't get me wrong on that. But the ratings I care about are Dallas-Fort Worth or Fox 4 ratings. And as you can imagine, a lot of people in, in the Metroplex are watching the, the World Series. And thankfully, we, we appreciate the fact they're watching some of the pregame and postgame coverage as well. But when you talk about ratings for anything other than the Super Bowl, they're going to go down every year. They just, it's just the nature of the beast because there's so much else to watch. The way the ratings are measured with, with streaming and so many different ways to watch things the traditional number is, is, is just going to go down year to year. Does this particular matchup have something to do with that nationwide? Yeah, I suppose. If it was Yankees-Dodgers, I guess it would be, it would be higher. But mm. I think the Rangers, as an organization, I know are excited, and their fan base should be excited about how this can help build them more of a national brand. You know, it's just striking during this time to watch ESPN's TV stuff and to see how they treat the Rangers versus how they treat the Cowboys. You know, it's just, again, we, we all knew that there would be huge differences, but I, I think this is how you get that, that brand, that big national brand going through the Texas Rangers by putting guys like Adolis Garcia out in front of a, a national audience. So obviously it helps their, their brand. They're not worried about that tonight. I, I know, but 
your point about the ratings nationwide is is valid, but I'm a I'm a North Texas guy, Matt. What can I say? I'm a DFW guy. That's what I care about. I care about my viewers is what I care about. And that's <laughs> I know that's controversial for me to say that, but I, I'm gonna stick by it. <laughs> you're an Iowan, but now you are a Texan. I mean, you really you're not just sometimes we say oh, you're a transplant. I mean, I think now that you've been with us for 40 odd years i think you are a true (laughs) texan okay 30 uh the um the uh avaldi going out there i I know man i I think it's a great thing for the rangers he was a little shaky the last time out but for the most part he's been great in the postseason and um I mean, even Heaney being able to give give you what he did last night, people, I mean, that was kind of shocking, honestly, to go five. Cody Bradford, the Baylor man, comes in, pitches well. Um, and then, of course, they, they start putting people in. I, I had to do a – I was like, wait, Brock Burke, did they put him back? Did they? I think they just added him to the, the, the roster, elevator. right? When, yeah, 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 when yeah. one of those guys – and, and it, and it kind of looked like it. It's like Burke was like, oh, God, what am I doing out here? Why, why am I out here pitching the World Series? He's got a 10-0 lead, and it might, he was looking shaky from the get-go, and they had to get him out of there. But, I mean, you got to feel, even though Gallon is a uh, big-time pitcher and has great numbers for the, for the D-backs or the Snakes, I like it when people call them the Snakes, uh, I just feel, I feel great about Evaldi going out there tonight. And you should, but I, it, it strikes me as you, as you mentioned, you know how the pitching has gone so far. You know things are going well for you when you have a three-one lead in the World Series, and Andrew Heaney has given you your best starting performance so far. <laughs> you know because you know Evaldi wasn't great in, in his uh, outing, and, and nor was uh, Montgomery, and, and Scherzer got hurt. But yeah, Evaldi's numbers are really salty in the postseason eight and three overall four and oh this year and yes you could pick one guy that you're going to have of those pitchers who are healthy on your roster right now it would be Ivaldi. and in terms of gallon i thought he really fought through some stuff in game one and and ended up pitching pretty well i think he gave him five innings but uh, people out here are talking about how he's tired because of all the innings he pitched during the during the regular season, and I'm like, hell, I'm I'm 90 years old. He's he's young. He should he should never be tired. That's that's always my take on it. But um, <laughs> apparently, some of the people here see it differently and are a little worried about Gallon going tonight. But the uh, the place it's a good it's a good environment. It's beautiful. It's like the the ballpark in Arlington, like uh, like Globe Life. When the roof's open, there's just something kind of majestic about it. So it's been fun out here, and I'm sure it'll be fun tonight. All right, I'd like to see that roof open like during one of your intros. There's a there's that's even makes it more majestic when you can put the camera up there and watch it open. I don't know whose roof opens faster, but it seems like it's been about 78 degrees out there. You and Sam have seemed comfortable from what I've been able to tell. Uh and then Fine, the uh, yeah, I'm yeah, now, and, uh, but once I get done with this, I'll be okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a little this is feeling you're a little irritable right now. The um, that that Mr. October um with uh with with Reggie's numbers being uh compared to Seeger, you said it. I don't know if if you guys are when you're floating through the clubhouse, you're probably not seeking out Seeger most of the time even though he's probably the best player on the team. He can be 
a little bit, you know, obviously he's not always the most personable guy. But from a from a number standpoint, it is it is unbelievable, Mike, like what he's doing. And the numbers do compare pretty favorably to Reggie Jackson. I think Reggie would point out that maybe he had more home runs in the World Series. But still, uh, I mean, Seager is a monster. And uh, and I think that's to me, that's uh, that's such a, a huge plus for the Rangers and what a what a guy to watch I mean we've had great players around here but I I, someone that's that smooth as an infielder and that great at the plate I mean this is about the best all-around type player we've we've ever seen as a Ranger and I think if he won World Series MVP he would join Reggie Bob Gibson and Koufax as the only guys ever to win it more than once because he won it with the Dodgers in 2020 at um at Globe Life during the, the COVID series. But no, Seeger doesn't exactly seek out the camera. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And Reggie would remind you that, that he hit three in one World Series game one time. But uh, in spite of the fact that he's, he's quiet and uh, somewhat reserved yeah, as a hitter right now, I don't know why you'd pitch to him. And I know the Arizona manager, Lavello, is being criticized for pitching to him the time that he did when he hit the homer last night, especially with Garcia out of the lineup now, and I would. This is baseball lingo, Matt. So try to stick with me. I would pitch around <laughs> him as often as I could. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him anything good to hit up there. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they feared Garver. I mean, just because you're right. It's very strange. Why do you keep doing this if this guy's wearing you out? It all. It only took all these games, by the way, for Simeon to get going. So it's really nice. It's like, thank Marcus. Welcome to the postseason. We're glad. <laughs> we're glad you could join us, um, Mike. Have a uh, have a great time. I know the biggest news for you was that Iowa offensive coordinator. <laughs> Brian Ferentz is, is going to be relieved of his duties after the season. Of course, he'll get to coach through the season. But uh, they, are, they are going to remove him from that Iowa program. And I know, uh, I know that had to, to be uh, music to your ears. And, and perhaps uh, you guys will start being able to, to move the ball again. Well, with a few exceptions, uh, I, I never wish that anyone would lose their jobs. And that, that was the case here. I, I never wish ill on anyone. And... and it would be just like the Hawkeyes to average 40 points a game from here on out, just to confuse, just to confuse the issue. We can still win the West. Hang in there. Let's not give up on this thing. You'll take it if they do start scoring like that. We'll be watching tonight, Mike. Thank you. All of Central Texas is pulling for you and Sam this evening. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Matt. Take care. See ya. All right. There he goes. Mike Ducey. Good friend. Good guy. Longtime uh, sports anchor in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, over there at Fox 4, the Fox affiliate. Okay, let's do some um, let's do some NFL blitz. Um, the fallout from the trade deadline. And then the criticism coming toward Jerry Jones. Is it fair? We discuss some of that next. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, First Central Credit Union. The La Vega Pirates missed out on the fun of weather delays this past Friday as 
it was their off week on the schedule. Coach, did the week give you a chance to get back any injured players that can help you this week against Stephenville? No, I think more than anything, get our legs back under us. And, you know, you go nine straight weeks of football without a break. It's, it's tough on kids. And so we were able to give our kids some much-needed rest for a couple of days and uh, back off a little bit and get some things done we need to get done. A win over Stephenville will cause a three-way tie for the district championship. How would the playoff seedings be decided if that should happen? No, I think it goes down to points and it reverts back to head-to-head, -head, I think. Uh, what I've looked at, we got to, if we beat Stephenville by seven, we would get first. Stephenville would get second. Chance Spring get third. And then if we, if we lose, of course, when Stephenville get first, Chance Spring second, and uh, we get third. I think the only way we don't we don't get third is we got to win by at least seven. Well, I know that Stephenville wins a lot of football games. But what do they do that makes them a state ranked team? Oh, you know, they just do things right over and over and over again. I mean, they got a great system uh, that they've had since Coach Doty arrived there. They do a phenomenal job with. Uh, with the, with the talent they have and the offensive line, defensive line, kids they got. And so, you know, you got to tie your own shoes up pretty tight and get out there and see what happens. ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected. Get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards, Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as we uh, get you ready for game five of the World Series. And this is the one where the Rangers could become world champs. Could finally put away all those ghosts and declare themselves champions. Uh, what a what an unbelievable time it would be. And, uh, of course, you can hear that on 92.9 FM uh, this very evening. Okay? Shooter FM and uh, 92.9. So we're happy to, uh, to have a lot of you listening to that each evening. First pitch is 7.03. Pre-game will be at 6.30. Now, we had the trade deadline yesterday. Uh, there's a lot of talk across the NFL today. Cowboys, inactivity, did not get anything done. And Jerry had said he wouldn't, and he was a man of his word. But I have been very interested today in some of the national backlash on those Cowboys as the Eagles and others have strengthened their teams. The Eagles, the Niners. Uh, but lots of uh, news across the NFL, including a couple of firings uh, out in the uh, out west. Aaron, where would you like to begin today? We will start with the dumpster fire that is the Las Vegas Raiders. In the last 24 hours, they have fired their coach their ge- and their general manager and benched their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. The firings happened last night. The Raiders named linebackers coach Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach. The team also said that assistant general manager Champ Kelly will serve as the interim GM after general manager David Ziegler and head coach Josh McDaniels were both let go by the uh, Raiders' owner last night. Mark Davis. with He of the great haircut. That's right, the Prince Valiant haircut. <laughs> and... They, they said goodbye. 
And, you know, like, give it another year. Somebody will convince themselves that McDaniels would be a good hire. I don't know why he took that job. He passed up better jobs. He reneged on a job with the Colts a few years ago to remain with the uh, Patriots. Some people just function better in certain organizations or as assistant coaches, and it, it just did not work. Um, you know, I hate to try to put the thing on Jimmy G. I mean, Jimmy G <laughs> was very valuable for the Niners, but as Aaron said, Aiden, what's our new, what's our new quarterback's name? O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Like yeah. Uh, we'll see how he does out there, but um, you got to be really dysfunctional to have your GM and your head coach <laughs> run out of town. And you're not even to like the midway point of the season. I mean, you're sitting here seven or eight games in, and you've got some pieces. I mean, you really do. You've got some decent pieces on that time on that team. You got a great wide receiver, and and they just ran them out. Now I love this, Aaron. Our our buddy Colin Cowherd. I was listening to some of him today, and he just immediately thought that the the Las Vegas Raiders should hire Jim Harbaugh. I mean, now maybe they wait till the end of the season, but we we both know that Harbaugh, and I don't know when the punishment will come or what it will be, but he's going to have a bit of a tough time riding out this situation at Michigan, especially now that this Michigan coach, pictures have surfaced of him on the sideline at a Central Michigan <laughs> game. In Central Michigan gear, I mean the whole thing. With the super secret recording sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, with a dot on those sunglasses. Aaron, I really did think about it the last minute last night. We had a little party to attend for Halloween, an adult, an adult Halloween party. It's not as fun as it sounds, <laughs> uh, but um, the uh, yeah, I, I thought if I could find like a Central Michigan pullover or something, I would have gone as stallions. Now, nobody wore costumes, which was nice. The guys sat out and uh, watched the game out back. The ladies hung out inside and gave out candy out front. It was a nice evening. And my buddy made chili. Oh, when it gets cold. A nice steaming bowl of chili. My buddy Mike Lorino came through with that. <laughs> Uh, so that was a good scene. But uh, Harbaugh to the Raiders. Aaron, we both have said that Harbaugh's probably going to have to beat the sheriff out of town. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're going to arrest him over this. And I don't think Goodell's going to come out and say, oh, you can't hire Jim Harbaugh. He was trying to steal signs. And do you think I mean, that – yeah. That that the uh, that uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis cares because I don't. No, all I think he cares about is Harbaugh can win games, so bring him in. Where's Harbaugh been? Been good. San Diego, University of San Diego, Stanford. He was great in San Francisco, especially in the early years there. And he's turned Michigan. Maybe it was through cheating. I don't know, but he's been great at Michigan. When I mean. Even after the first three or four seasons, it was kind of 
yeah, it's been okay, but I don't know. I don't know if Harbaugh is really the answer. And in the past two or three seasons, he's turned them into, he's put them on par with Ohio State. I'm not going to say they're a better program than Ohio State, but they're now beating them. When I say beating them, they hadn't beat them that much, but he has won that matchup, which they hadn't done in a long time, and they're as good a program as Ohio State right now. I think that's fair to say. Um, I, I, I think there's an NFL owner that would like to make this higher. The only thing is, if Goodell, I mean, there, there's all there's a story out there today, Aaron, and it, because there's all all this other stuff going on, it's not getting a lot of attention, but it's about like how horrible this owner treats people in uh, Arizona, Steve Kime. And like how, no, 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 not Steve, um, Bidwell, sorry, Michael Bidwell. Kime was their old uh, GM. But it, it, it's, it's Bill Bidwell, uh, it's Michael Bidwell, which is, which is Bill Bidwell's son. Uh, I'm just saying, there's a lot of embarrassing stuff swirling around in the NFL. Would Goodell try to jump in and go, don't hire this guy. He's got a bunch of mud attached to him right now. Aaron, I think the answer is probably no. But, I mean, you know, the NFL does not like being embarrassed. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think the NFL, anybody would try to step in and prevent this hire? I don't think so. I mean, it's it's not – well, I don't know. Goodell is so weird, you know. He's the – he, he likes his little fiefdom, and he likes <laughs> making decisions about everything in that fiefdom. So I wouldn't actually, the more I think about it, it wouldn't shock me if, if they said, if he said something to the owners about hiring Harbaugh. Very, very interesting, all of it. But, uh, yes, a lot going on out there in Vegas, in the desert, on the Strip, on the Strip. Aaron, would you ever, your next trip out to Vegas, would you consider taking in a Raiders game? Like, was there any part of you that wanted to drive out there and at least look at the stadium, or could you see it from where you were when you went a couple of months ago or a few months ago? I didn't see it, but um, if I'm ever in town when the Raiders are playing, which probably not going to happen because I usually go in the summer during the World Series, but um, if I ever am, I will do my best to attend a Raiders game. That would That's okay. something I really want to do in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, we used to – a guy used to be on our station, Q, huge Raiders guy. I mean, big, big-time Raiders. All right, Aaron, continue on. I mean, I think we got a little more time here. What do we – what other uh, what other NFL headlines do we have? Jimmy Garoppolo, not the only starting quarterback being benched this week. The Falcons – Today announced that Taylor Heineke will be starting their game against the Minnesota Vikings this week, not Desmond Ritter. Falcons coach Archer Smith in announcing the move made it clear it was a decision for this week only. He declined to answer multiple questions about whether Heineke's role as Atlanta starter could last beyond this Sunday's game against the Vikings. Quick reminder that all these teams with horrible quarterback play could have signed Lamar Jackson or two first-round picks in the offseason. Just throwing that out there. It's interesting, yeah. 
But, yeah, it just it felt like Lamar was always going to rem- remain a Raven. And, of course, I can't remember where they took him in the draft, but the Falcons took Ritter and was it? Second or third round, I okay. believe. And so they wanted to give it a go. Heineke is a lot like Minshew and some of these backups. It used to be like Frank the Tank. What was our guy that went to, was from one of those Ivy League schools, Aaron, you know, who's on TV now on one of the Amazon. You remember he went to, he went to Harvard and he had that beard and he played quarterback oh, uh, in the league for a long time. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Yeah, yeah, Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzmagic. I, I don't know where Frank came from, but I, they tantalize and they make you think, hmm, maybe this is the guy. They're never the guy. They're never the guy. Those kind of backups just kind of, they just do play just well enough to keep you interested. So, uh, I don't know. Aaron, what is Atlanta right now? Are they just hanging around 500? Are they 3 and 4 and 3 or something like that? Yeah, I believe they're I'm, I'm double checking right now, but I believe they're I, one I, game I under 500. Okay. Kind of like that uh, head coach. Now they're f- 4 and 4 on the year. 4 and 4. All right, right at 500. Arthur is it Arthur Smith. Uh, Arthur Smith whose dad um, started FedEx and is the CEO and founder or whatever, um, and uh, Fred Smith. But uh, I've always I've kind of admired that guy because he was obviously born with uh, a lot of advantages, but he kind of, you know, worked his way up the NFL and, and, uh, and worked very, very hard, and now he is a head coach. So kind of an interesting guy to follow. All right, Aaron, what else do we have in the NFL Blitz package? Bills quarterback Josh Allen did not practice today due to a right shoulder injury, but expressed afterwards that this was part of the training staff's plan to have him ready to play the Sunday night game versus the Bengals. He said, quote, talking with the training staff and just having a plan with the head, with Nate Bresky, who is their head athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. Obviously a lot of moving parts, but didn't do too much today, just taking it easy making sure I'm putting myself in the best position for Sunday. Okay, say who this is again. Josh Allen. Oh, okay. I, I thought I heard something else. Okay. He, uh, he originally hurt his shoulder in, week, in the week six game against the Giants, and has kind of been dealing with it ever since. Josh Allen. Yeah, and, and what we've seen this year is there was a time when you just expected guys like Big Ben and others – to still play really well even through injuries. Burrow, when compromised earlier this season, just wasn't functional and wasn't putting up good numbers and looked really awful, especially for those of us who had had him as their fantasy quarterback. And he's bounced back. So some of these guys just don't function very well with these injuries. But, uh, but that is one we need to keep a close eye on. The beleaguered Giants get more bad news. Already suffering through a 2-6 and six season with lots of blowouts. 
their big free agent signing in the offseason. Darren Waller is potentially going to be out weeks with a right hamstring injury that forced him to leave in the first half of the 13-10 overtime loss to the Jets. The Giants play Waller's former team, the Las Vegas Raiders, who, as we mentioned earlier, having some tough times themselves on Sunday. Waller, pretty good player. And and uh, since we're doing so much with uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, and 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 Taylor Swift, Waller is involved with somebody um, that is like a starlet, and I just can't. It's not coming to me. But somebody our folks would know, and uh, and that's that's been kind of interesting to watch. Uh, Aaron, one more to add. The uh, Matthew Stafford will not practice Wednesday. Obviously, hurt his thumb against the Cowboys. And I thought this was interesting for soccer fans, Aaron, and you're one of them. The um, the uh, SoFi Stadium. Stan Kroenke is the owner of the Rams, and he might remove SoFi Stadium from the mix for any 2026 FIFA World Cup matches. If he doesn't get to host the final game or another match of significant heft, such as the U.S. national team's opener or a semifinal match, um, it's looking more and more likely, is one of the main reasons I brought this up, that Jerry Jones in AT&T Stadium will hold the final. Um, And so the ball will be in Kroenke's court as to whether he'll make SoFi Stadium available for any of the matches. Mm-hmm. Aaron, this is this is like billionaires behaving badly. <laughs> Cronky, if I can't get a good game, I'm out. I'm out. We're taking ourselves out of it. Um and he it says Cronky would lose millions of dollars for every game played at SoFi and that group play or quarterfinal matches don't quote have the cachet to make that loss worthwhile. Very interesting soccer news there. Um, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We have entered the 4 o'clock hour, and um, we got major Campus Confidential coming up for you at 440. Have a guest at 5 to talk Rangers. I want to get back into... The, the Baylor, especially to start the 4 o'clock hour here, I, I want to get back into some of this scheduling. The Bears uh, have their 2024 schedule, and it, it apparently has this very, very weird part of it. And, and I'm trying to get my arms around it. That is next. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, live from Lincoln Financial Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. to have your garage back check out lone star structures affordable storage sheds cabins greenhouses and dog kennels lone star structures is family owned and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years browse their available inventory at lonestarstructures.com or customize your own with their 3d shed builder stop by today at highway 77 in rosebud lot call 254-583-4411 or visit lonestarstructures.com lone star structures buy local buy from folks you can trust Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. You don't want to miss our best price deals during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. This month, you can save big on the truck you've been looking for, like the new 2023 Rams. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel. With premium options like luxurious leather trim seating, surround view cameras, plus exceptional legroom and storage, hurry in and shop our great selection in-store or online today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning products, Alan Samuels in Waco. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. 
specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we're looking at this Baylor schedule. And um, also looking at, since today is Wednesday, uh, as of about 45 minutes ago, we got an injury report. It's Eagles week. I mean, we're, a lot of this is about, we'll, we're going to continue to talk Rangers. We'll have a Rangers segment coming up at about 425. We'll, we'll do Campus Confidential, and then we'll do some more Rangers talk at 5 o'clock. They can clinch and win the World Series tonight. I can't believe it's happening. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. And if it comes back to Arlington, yeah, you still like your chances up 3-2, but that would get scary. You want to get it done tonight. They're in, they're in trouble. That team's reeling. They were down 10 nothing, And no, I don't believe in the, oh, they scored seven runs, and that'll build momentum into the next night. No, the, the momentum is the next day's starting pitcher in baseball. You don't, you don't, in a losing cause in the World Series, you don't score six late runs or whatever, five runs, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I, I've watched enough of these things to have that opinion and feel pretty good about it. Um, Cowboys and Eagles, we do have the injury report, and there are a lot of folks who were limited or did not practice for the Cowboys today. Doesn't mean, you know, like uh, Michael Gallup was sick and he didn't practice. Gil- Gilmore got a veteran rest day. Um, the... Uh, uh, Hankins was limited and got a little bit of rest. Same thing with Cooks. Uh, Adoga was listed as limited with that ankle. Chuma Adoga, who got hurt in that game. Honestly, this is great news. They thought he was a lot more hurt than that. Hopefully Tyron Smith can play in this next game. Um, and let's see. Curse did not practice with a toe injury. They rested Demarcus Lawrence. They rested a couple more players, including Zach Martin. Tyron Smith did not practice at all with the neck injury. I think there had been some hope he would be back. Still has a chance to come back. But right now, um, he did not practice with that neck. And um, the uh, the uh, for the Eagles, Boston Scott, the running back, did not practice because of personal reasons. And... And several players who were limited. Uh, the tight end, Calcaterra, has a concussion and did not practice. Uh, Jalen Carter, that rookie defensive tackle, was back in full practice. And then Bradley Roby and Boston Scott did not practice with shoulder injury. And then Boston Scott, as I mentioned, with personal reasons. So I wanted to get you caught up on on that. I uh, I love a good schedule grid. I really do. 
Uh, I'm I'm going to, at some point in this show, I'm reaching out to some of my people over on campus at Baylor. I, I kind of want to get a true read from some of the members of the athletic department, what they think about this schedule. The future conference opponents have come out. One of the real quirks is that Baylor already had this home and away thing with Utah on the books. They owe Utah a trip back next season. I mean, I I still think that should go away. I mean, I first of all, why in the world wouldn't you just fold it into the conference schedule? I mean, Baylor's got five away games, and none of them are, are the Utes. I mean, I, I, I get that you have these paid commitments that you agree to, but Aaron, I make me understand that. Like, why would you have five away games, whoever the schedule makers are, and and not just include the the Utes game that Baylor's already having to play? I mean, it shouldn't have anything to do with like what point of the season it's in. If it's already on the books for September or whatever, tenth or early in the season, who cares? I mean, just play, call it a conference game and you move on about your business. I, I, I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't compute with me. Um, here are the away games for next season: Colorado Buffaloes. Yes, it's going to be fun. We'll go to Boulder. We'll hang out with Dion and uh, Aaron. As we like to say, we're coming. We're coming. The Bears are coming. Right now, that would not make the Buffaloes too scared. But in time, perhaps the arrival of the Bears and the Green and Gold Brethren in Boulder will scare the living daylights out of Dion and the Buffs. All right, these are the these are the away games next year: Buffs, Texas Tech, and Lubbock. Uh, Cougars, U of H, uh, not the not BYU, the Cougars of U of H, Iowa State Cyclones, West Virginia Mountaineers. All right, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. U of H may not be that great. Tech should bounce back next year. West Virginia good. Iowa State good. I mean, that's a Aaron. If if Baylor doesn't improve by next year, that's a wipeout type schedule, right? That's five. That's five away games. Plus, you got to go to Utah, which again is the silliest thing I've ever heard. I, I'm going to get to the bottom of that. This doesn't even make any sense. Aaron showed me the story. Utah, uh, Salt Lake City. All their news reports say that Baylor and Utah are playing, but it's going to be a non-conference game. Utah's in the conference starting next year. I mean, I, again, it does none of it. It does not make any sense. And you don't even have to be that great of a schedule maker to fix this. I guess the thing is, Baylor and Utah would have to go find another non-conference opponent, maybe? Is that the problem? I I don't – again, I don't don't love it at all. Home games next year, BYU, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Kansas. Now, Aaron, on the surface, you might think, well, 2020, uh, these are the, the schedules 2024 through 2027. Surely Baylor will play Texas Tech every year and, and continue one of the great long rivalries in college football. 
And the answer to that would be no. No, that's not going to happen. And you might say, well, surely, you know, University of Houston going back to the SWC days, they'll play them every year. Answer is no. Oklahoma State, weird they didn't play this year, but they need to get back to a fun rivalry between the Pokes and the Bears, two teams that had hoped to step into uh, the, the, the vacuum here and, and, uh, and really be a good matchup. No, no. They'll, be a, they'll play those teams three or four seasons, but they will not play continuously. The only protected rivalry is with TCU. They will play TCU and continue to play TCU every year, and that's one of the longest rivalries in the history of college football, Baylor and TCU. And I say that it's not continuous because they had several years where they didn't play. But it does go way, way back. Aaron, I don't love it. I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see all the new schools in. And Utes are on the schedule for 2025 as well. I, I mean, I, why does the SEC, why can they figure out? And I know they only play eight conference games, so maybe it's easier. I don't know. But, like, why can't you play Tech every year? I mean, are you telling me you can't do that with 16 teams? Maybe you can't. Maybe the schedule makers can't make that happen. If you think about it, Aaron, the Big Ten put out its, like, protected rivalries, and, like, Penn State didn't have any. Like, you'd think, well, Penn State, Ohio State's a great one, but Penn State, when they play Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, whatever, whatever your flavor is, they did not give Penn State a natural rival in the Big Ten schedule making. Baylor just gets one. TCU. Every other school. The other schools, um, there's BYU, Utah's protected. Kansas State, Kansas. Baylor, TCU. And then I believe Arizona and Arizona State. To me, this needs to be fixed. I mean, why wouldn't West Virginia and Cincinnati play each other every year? OSU needs a protected rivalry, either with Baylor or whoever else. Uh, Aaron, are you with me on this, or do you are you fine with this? I'm. I mean, I don't know. I. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm in the edge, but I, I just it's strange, and I don't know. I don't know what the other answer would have been. Well, the answer to me is that, I mean, Texas Tech, that thing goes way back, and it's Baylor and Tech, and there's a lot of good and fun things about the rivalry. Same thing, there's some good history with U of H. There's some really cool history with Oklahoma State. You don't protect any of those things. I mean, I guess you could be these other schools that don't have any protected rival osu didn't get one west virginia doesn't get one iowa state doesn't get one u of h doesn't get one texas tech didn't get one i mean you're basically looking at the 16 teams and saying ah only you know only about half of you guys deserve to be in a every year type situation with another team i mean you the only way you you like grow these rivalries is to ensure 
and make sure they happen every year. You can't have like a great rival and skip once every four years. I mean, you got Bedlam going away. Um, OSU's looking for something new. And I, I would say Baylor and OSU had become pretty fun. So, anyway, I, I don't want to be one of these get-off-my-lawn type moments. but And I'm all for the excitement of this new Big 12. But let's, let's, uh, let's take care of our schools, our main schools. Everybody else, we're happy to have you, but let's take care of the remaining, what, eight schools. That didn't, you know, when everybody, when all heck broke loose, they were the schools and they've stayed. And with the help of your mark, they've pieced this conference together. And it's a nice conference now. But those schools need consistent and strong rivalries. And Texas Tech and Baylor should play every single season, uh, in my opinion. All right, um, let's get you ready for the World Series. Uh, We'll look at the lineups tonight. We'll look at the pitching matchup, and we'll start to zero in on if tonight we're going to be celebrating a Rangers World Series win. That is next. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight and hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight beginning at 7. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning, Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this is the Matt Mosley Show. And, I mean, it, it is interesting. I don't think I'm totally alone in in my reaction to these Big 12 schedules that have come out where there are only four protected games from 2024 to 27, even Brett McMurphy nationally says only Big 12 rivalries that will be played. Again, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Utah, Baylor, TCU, Kansas, and Kansas State. Aaron, if they had have done, if they had have not done Baylor, TCU, 
I think there would have been a huge uproar. I think there needs to be a mild uproar over Texas Tech. I mean, Texas Tech needs to be a huge part of this thing, and and they're just they're just not. They don't get a permanent rival. I mean, Tech and Baylor needed to be protected. I guess they couldn't uh, appear to give like be we have Baylor the only team that gets two rivals protected. But um, I mean, I'm excited about these new schools, but not excited about the schedules at first glance. And we'll have uh, more of that as it unfolds. We do have the Rangers. Now, we got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. We've got the Rangers lineup. Uh, World Series Game 5. Rangers can wrap this thing up. Boy, they've, they are... Uh, they got a big watch party planned out at Globe Life Field tonight for this. Um, Evaldi on the mound, and you got to feel really good about that. Um, Simeon, Seeger, Carter, Garver in the cleanup spot again. Uh, Young back at uh, the 5-0, low 6th. Uh, Jonah Heim, seventh. Boy, he busted out with a huge home run in this game. Really had not shown a lot of power in the postseason. Wow. Wow. Poked that thing out of there in a big way. Of course, everything that comes off of Seager's bat is smoked. I mean, I think he only hit that one like 107 or 108 last night. Goodness gracious, he crushes the ball. Jan, uh, Tavares in the eight hole, Jankowski in the nine hole. I mean, I think it's okay to start thinking about what this might feel like, what tonight could mean to Rangers fans. And I, I know people have brought up the ratings. Again, who cares? Who cares? Like when it's your team, you don't care. Oh, the nation is not watching this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters but when your team is, except for when your team, you know, they're, when they're playing for a championship, nothing else matters. And Rangers are, are headed for that. I thought a great sign, Aaron, was Simeon. He has the triple. He has the home run. I think he ends up with five RBI in that game. Felt so good for him. He's a warrior. He will not sit down. He will not even DH. He, he just refuses to ever uh, – he wants to play in every single game. And I think sometimes that backfires. I think it did, has a little bit in this postseason for how tired he is. But last night he got the job done in a big way. The triple was great. It was kind of hilarious to watch – the um, the the Diamondbacks fielder out there in left field just kind of goof around and couldn't pick the ball up, and Simeon rolls in to third base. Uh, I felt great for Jankowski, that long blonde hair, uh, getting to come into this. I felt awful for Adolis Garcia not getting to play. Um, 
before the game last night in a hitters meeting, uh, he uh, he stood up and he said a lot of things, and he fired his team up, and that is Adolis. That is the great Odolis Garcia is taking care of his teammates and picking them up even when he's not playing. I mean, Adolis, for the most part, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, has to go through a translator. I, I don't think I'm not I don't think he needed a translator for what he was trying to convey to his teammates last night. I I cannot. Uh, he's just been the greatest. I mean, I I. I think Seager, if they win, should be the the World Series MVP. And he was great with the Dodgers, and he has lived up to every bit of that money. You know, people have talked about he and Simeon making the huge money. I mean, this is why you do it. This is why you pay them. I mean, he's he's in this World Series. Seager's just decided he's like, okay, I mean – Adolis had us in the ALCS. Some other players stepped up in a big way, Evan Carter, others. I think I'll go ahead and take this. I've I've got you guys in the World Series. And it's just remarkable. And and Ducey said it earlier, Aaron, how weird is that that they didn't get particularly great performances in the World Series from their starters, from the great Evaldi, from Montgomery. I mean, they had to have a come behind uh, victory. They were down five three, and they come back and win game one six to five. Now that they're up three one, and they blew them out last night, it's starting to feel like a bit of a runaway World Series. But it didn't start out that way. They could have very easily been down two zero in this series. This is what Con- uh, Jonah Heim had to say about what Adolis told them yesterday. He said what he said was emotional. And I think it hit us right in the heart and gave us a little lecture of something to play for today. You know he wants to be out there with us. I think tonight was a good example of us rallying around him. Um, I thought that was cool. Seeger said of, of the uh, speech, he was vulnerable. That's hard to do, to be able to come in, know the headspace he's in, not being able to help us and still contribute. That's a hard thing to do. He did a great job. I I don't even know totally what his message was, but they needed him in that moment. Uh, they, They needed to hear his voice and they needed to feel the emotion. And, and he gave them that. And, uh, and I was looking back at some of the heroes from last night, Simeon, number one, Seeger number two. Josh Young, I mean, just he had three hits. He was looked great at the at the plate. And and I mean Josh Young was huge. I would say Jankowski next. But I mean, well maybe I'd put Heim. I'd put Heim in there uh and then Jankowski. But they were all heroes. Um they all came up huge in that game. And uh, you have to feel great for the Rangers as they try to close this thing out tonight. Avaldi on the mound. And, Aaron, the strategy will be the same it's been. Jump on them early. I I think this 
I think these D-backs are deflated. I think their fan base, I think if you get a three-run lead on them, which they did the other night and hung on and won three to one, I think three runs right now, I think a 2-0 lead in this game would feel like a six-run lead. I think that's what they're going through right now. The D-backs are trying desperately to do what the Rangers have done to other teams, and that is get a lead, try to play with a lead, pitch with a lead. Uh, Rangers have now opened the postseason with 10 straight road wins. No one's ever done it. I, I don't know what the betting public is for tonight, but I don't know how in the world with Evaldi on the mound and the Rangers playing like they have, you would in a million years bet against the Rangers. I think they are in lockdown, in this thing mode, don't screw around out there, finish them off. I think they are in finish them off mode. Now, that doesn't always work when you have a bullpen that can be at times a little unpredictable. Last night, you got to see the underbelly of the bullpen. You got to see some randoms uh, come out and just got a great opportunity to pitch in the World Series, and they freaked out. Like Brock Burke got elevated, wasn't even going to be a part of this thing because of the injuries to Scherzer and Odolis. He got, he got activated to pitch, and he, and he wasn't up to the task. He just wasn't. He, he, he couldn't get it done. They had to get him off the mound. Way to go, Cody Bradford. Way to go, buddy. Doesn't matter what the score was. Bradford goes out, gives him a really good inning, and um, what a great moment for a former Baylor Bear to pitch in the World Series. Uh, again, it doesn't – I mean, everything feels like a hold – or a big-time performance when you're in the World Series, no matter how many runs you're up. And he went out there and looked exactly like you'd expect him to look, like completely unfazed and uh, looked great. Unfortunately, Brock Burke looked spooked, and then LeClerc, and, I mean, the whole thing was a mess. But they won it, and it was 11-7, and now we move on. All right, 5 o'clock. Our old buddy Kevin Longquist returns, and uh, Kevin covered the Rangers. He also has studied SMU. He's covering SMU now, and he's looked at their ACC schedule that was just released, and that's a fascinating deal involving uh, uh, Florida State, involving Clemson. We'll do all of that to start at 5 o'clock, but next... It is time for Campus Confidential. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports. Lorena top Troy 49-29 on Friday, but coach, wasn't easy as the Trojans jumped out to a 14-point lead early in the contest. What adjustments were made to turn things around? Well, I'll, I'll be honest, that was pretty much self-inflicted uh, on our part. Some penalties, we gave them an onside kick when uh, we knew to be expecting that, but a good job on their part by executing that. And uh, with the bad thing was that first two series they scored, we had some penalties that elongated their drives and uh, we, we busted a coverage on one of them. And, uh, but uh, kids rebounded. We just came back and made sure we cleaned up what we were doing and, 
do what we do, and uh, kids were able to kind of bounce back and uh, get control of the game again. A lot of that bounce back was Braylon Henry, over 200 yards rushing for the fifth time in the last six games. He's been a major contributor in your run to the district title, hasn't he? Yes, sir. I can't say enough about uh, what a what a, just a football player uh, Braylon is. And uh, obviously, he's got a good line in front of him, but uh, he's got great vision, makes some great cuts, and does some. He's pretty special with the ball. The buy in the schedule comes after playing 10 consecutive weeks. I'm sure your team and your staff looking forward to a bit of a breather this week before you start playoffs. Uh, yes, not not always a fan of having the uh, bye week there at the end. Uh, I'd rather have it somewhere else in the schedule. However, this year that bye is probably coming at a good time. We've got a few kids that just need to uh, get healed up. Uh, so uh, getting this week to uh, get a little extra week to get healed up for the playoff game uh, will be a big deal. ESPN Central Texas. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Moving is 
fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Senor Mosley uh, with you until 6 o'clock. It's a very... uh, well, it's often duplicated, uh, often uh, copied, never duplicated, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but it is Campus Confidential, and we are so pleased you have stopped by. So many of our great sponsors, uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Aaron, it just Jim, uh, of course, out there in McGregor, Texas. Jim couldn't bring himself to come on today. Because he, he's he's a little superstitious. Uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to have him on today because he is a part owner of the Rangers. And, I mean, he used to be at every single game and has uh, had a great relationship with the ball club over the years along with uh, former, uh, well, longtime Baylor donor, booster uh, Bob Simpson and then Ray Davis the principal owner for the Texas Rangers. But that ownership group has stepped up over the years and uh, made some big, big decisions. And here they are playing for all the the world championship, the world title. It is the World Series tonight at 7.03. But Jim is a, uh, a huge fan and partner of the... Uh, of Campus Confidential. So, Aaron, we, tr- we pay tribute to Jim as we start today's episode. What do you have for us? We will start with the Big 12's football scheduling. The conference released the schedule for the 16 teams that will comprise the Big 12 starting next week through 2027. Some of the key takeaways, the league will continue with nine league games per year. There's only four protected rivalries in the entire Big 12. That's Arizona-Arizona State, Utah-BYU, Kansas and Kansas State, and Baylor and TCU, not included in there, obviously, Kansas and Iowa State, and Baylor at Texas Tech. Looking at Baylor's schedule for next year, they'll host four games in conference, BYU, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Kansas. They'll hit the road five times. They'll take on Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes, Texas Tech, Houston, Iowa State, and West Virginia. Baylor will also play three non-conference games. They'll host Tarleton State, 
and Air Force, and then they will hit the road to take on Utah September 14th, who will be a member of the Big 12 next year, but that will be a non-Big 12 game. It'll be an out-of-conference game for the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I the schedule makers knew that was on the – I mean, I you've got to find a way to just use that as a – as one, as one of your conference, your road conference games. I mean, it doesn't, it does not. Where so the game is scheduled right now, Aaron, as we speak, to be in Utah. Is that right? Yes. In Salt Lake City. I mean, Baylor has a whole away schedule of five games next year. They had that information. Why couldn't the Utes just be one of the five road games? I mean, I, I think it's because somehow they they had all they had to make it all work for all these years, but I doesn't it really doesn't compute with me. I think it has also to do with all the teams that Baylor hosted this year, other than Texas, obviously they needed to go to those places. I mean, I, I I'm just again I love a good scheduling grid and I like trying to figure these <laughs> things out, but I think that's my best guess so far is they had to pay return visits to everybody that visited them this season. And so somehow they couldn't make that early season Utah game a conference game. But that's I'm I'm telling you Aaron, I that think about all the conference and all the scheduling, ACC, Big 10, everything you have to do. Like maybe it's happened but I've never, I can't recall that ever happening, where you play an out of a, a, a conference team in a non-conference game. Yeah, not in football. I mean, I've seen it in a couple of other sports, but I, I don't. That I mean, not in again, football. it's hokey. It's weird, and it needs to change. It needs to be addressed. And I don't know if you. I mean, again. It doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, the conference could have sorted that out for everyone, so it doesn't really make much sense. I'm, I'm looking at Oklahoma State schedule. I mean, and again, I get, I, I, we can't, we view everything through the Baylor prism, and you can't. Baylor's already got its yearly thing with TCU. But if I'm Oklahoma State, I'm just thinking, well, could you give us like one rival? I mean, that's kind of how you form conferences is through these rivals. They only protected four rivalries in the conference. Aaron, if you're OSU, let me just tell you how I would have done this. I I would have wanted a a protected rival against Baylor with or Texas Tech. And if you couldn't do that, I would have wanted an old Big 8 rival. Okay. I would have said, tell you what, give, make us in Colorado play every season. And Aaron, I'm sitting here looking at Oklahoma State schedule, and of the 2004 through 2027 seasons, only in two of those four seasons do they have games with Colorado. Like that should have been a thing. That that I mean, again, I. I'm going to talk through some of this, Aaron, with uh, another scheduling guru. That is our own Kevin Longquist at 5 o'clock. 
and see if he can make some sense to me on this. Oklahoma State. Let me tell you the closest thing Oklahoma State has to a rival on the schedule. They've got, I mean, there's just not, there's really not much. I mean, I should be able to pick up on something here. Um, I, <laughs> I, they don't, they just do not, they did not do anything for Oklahoma State. I mean, I'm trying to think if they even have three or four with anybody. Um, they got Texas Tech in 2024 and 2025, but then they don't have Tech for two straight seasons after that. I mean, make it make sense, man. I, I don't – how could you have, like, an important school like the Pokes and you don't try to give them something – you gave Baylor, T- Baylor and TCU each other. You gave Kansas and Kansas State each other. You gave BYU. I mean, I'm just saying this. I, I understand that you got to take care of these new schools and give, them, give the BYU and Utah thing and give the Arizona and Arizona State. But you should also take care of these schools that have been with you. I mean, I, I hope maybe my I hope my buddy Gaul's listening. He usually straightens me out if, if he feels <laughs> like I'm I'm like going down the wrong path. But he but does my that. Gut, yeah, my gut tells me I, th- this is kind of a bummer of a a deal. Like some of these schools just got done wrong, and I can't really claim that it's Baylor because Baylor at least got the TCU rivalry. Yeah, if you're Tech, you 100 got a. a Big gripe with this, and Oklahoma State, as you mentioned. I mean, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State both deserve rivalries. I guess the problem is the conference just didn't know who to give them. They could have gave them each other, couldn't they? Pretty decent rivalry already. Yes, yes, absolutely they could have. Okay, the one thing they tried to give Oklahoma State was they gave Oklahoma State three Three straight years, 2024, 25, and 26, of K-State. But if you're going to do that, go ahead and give it to them in 2027. Don't break up. I mean, that's a fine rivalry because that's an old, that that's an old, long-time Big 8 deal. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm going to call my Big 12 people. And I'll be calling my Baylor people. But it, on the surface, I just see a lot of weirdness. And the biggest weirdness of all is the Baylor-Utah situation for next year. And I, and I, I guarantee you there's plenty of reasons for it. But you've got to figure out a way to, to, to not make that a non-conference game. Like that's a silly – you've had plenty of time to think this through. I know it's fairly recent that those schools decided to join, but you had plenty of time to figure out how to get them to be one of Baylor's um, road games next year. Like that does, that, that makes zero sense how they're handling that. Uh, all right, um, okay, go ahead, Aaron. I, I'm sorry that no, I've been good. very that's a big story. preoccupied with this schedule today. And uh, and we'll continue to hit it, but I'm trying now to put, to look at the schedule through everybody else's eyes. Like 
I was doing that for Oklahoma State. Now I'm going to move over to Kansas State. But what else do you have for us today, Aaron? The first CFP rankings were released last night. And, Mm. of course, Ohio State was number one because that's how everybody had it, right? Ohio State was the surprise number one in the CFP rankings released last night. I think pretty much everyone in the country expected Georgia to be number one. Maybe a few people thought Michigan, but... Ohio State number one, followed by Georgia and Michigan. Florida State, Washington round out the top five. All five of those teams undefeated. Oregon is six, followed by Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma at nine, and Mississippi at ten. Also in the top 25 for the Big 12. Kansas 21, Oklahoma State 22, and Kansas State 23. What is... Say, say again what OU is now after the, K, after the loss to Kansas. They're number nine. Texas is seven, so still with the shot. I mean, I it's always kind of funny how, yeah, I mean, so they both have one loss, and Oklahoma beat Texas, but Oklahoma's two behind them. I think they're going to end up throwing out that loss, but the, the, the truth of the matter is, like, for, for Texas, I mean, like, it should hurt you that, OU got beat by Kansas. I mean, you know, like it. I, I guarantee you, they're they're going to try to find a way to get uh, if Texas wins out to get them in the Final Four, but it should absolutely not help them. I mean, I I don't I don't totally understand. And then and then OU, it's always a little unsettling and weird. And I'm glad KU. First time ever, by the way, and the committee has had them in the top 25. But it's always funny to beat a team, Aaron, and then be like how many slots, like 15 slots behind the team you just beat. It's just it's kind of funny. I mean, like if OU or a Blue Blood had one, you know, if it goes the other direction and it's an upset, like that team comes rolling way up the board. Kansas is just like, hey guys, way to go, way to go. We'll put you in the, we're going, we're going to sneak you in the top twenty-five. <laughs> and you know what? It's okay because Kansas people are very excited. They haven't been there in forever. And oh man, what what will the world do if Kansas is good at both football and basketball? They've been decent in football. Let's not get carried away, but they're kind of getting better. And they did it with a backup quarterback. And Leipold is a heck of a coach. I mean, I, I I don't know how you, if you're out there right now and you're upset about your football team, and there's a lot of us right now around the country, how do you not look at Leipold? How do you not look at Braum at Louisville? How do you not look over at Tulane and their coach? I mean, there's just some... There are some great coaches of all ages around the country. And uh, we talk a lot about hot seats, but, man, I'm talking about what about the great seats? What about the coaches that are getting it done? And those are the coaches that are grabbing my attention as we speak. I like that Notre Dame coach. I do. People hated that hire. I kind of like him. I kind of like that guy. I really do. Freeman. All right. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. And an old friend returns to his favorite show, Kevin Longquist, on Rangers 
SMU, and Baylor. It's all next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients they have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week 5 to 10 p.m and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 north robinson drive just off the famous waco traffic circle it is the element waco hotel and ask about our discounted rates for november and december Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, live from Lincoln Financial Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Brownhouse Cafe is local 
local homegrown Southern cooking, like going home to Grandma's house, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with breakfast being served all day. Dishes like homemade biscuits and gravies, pancakes, French toast, or build your own omelet. And don't forget about lunch and dinner, chicken fried steak, build your own burger, grilled Atlantic salmon, and daily specials, plus homemade pies daily. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Brown House Cafe in Woodway. Check them out at brownhousecafe.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222. DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, is Matt Mosley and uh, Kevin Longquist joining us, an old friend and a good friend. And Kevin, welcome back to the Mosley Show on a momentous and historic day. The Rangers going for a World Series title. I got to keep saying it to almost kind of, it almost hasn't set in that this could happen tonight. Now, it could not happen. It'd be just like the Rangers to, to, uh, to have it, the drama kind of move on and move back to Arlington. But, they never lose on the road. They never lose. I mean, they haven't lost yet in the postseason. Kevin, welcome back to the program. And uh, and I got to think that this road thing in the postseason is one of the wildest things you've ever seen in uh, Major League Baseball. One of those things, Matt, by the way, the, when you said old friend, I think we should both emphasize from both you and me old more than anything else. Um, <laughs> but uh, But anyway... You know, the major league record for the postseason consecutive win streak, I think, was eight. And they're already two past that because of this. And it's uncanny how this team has just found a way to play at such a high level uh, away from Globe Life Field. And the fact that, you know, they've responded every time. Let's think about this, too, because they absolutely collapsed in Seattle in the final weekend of the season. If it wasn't for that Saturday win the day before the season ended, they may not have made the play the postseason. That's how close they were. Uh, to not even clinch in a playoff spot. And the fact that they have found this inner strength, resolve, purpose, whatever you want to call it, to where they have just – and it's really a team, if you will say, that some of all parts has been absolutely extraordinary. Of course, the the postseason that Garcia, before he went out, has been phenomenal, and what Corey Seager has done in the World Series speaks for itself. But it's all been a collection of guys stepping up you know, Evan Carter delivering what he's been doing. Uh, Jankowski comes in and delivers a couple of hits. 
And then, uh, it, you know, and Simeon comes in and finally delivers a huge game for them yesterday when they needed it the most. So it's just guys stepping up at the right time for this thing to be at the precipice of coming back with the first world championship in franchise history. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of think they're going to get it done tonight. Um, so do I. I. And I, it's um, it just right now they have the momentum. I think Odolis had some great things to say to his teammates. They got nasty Nate Ovaldi on the mound tonight, and you got a fan base in that'll be kind of sitting on its hands. It'll try to help the team. They kind of hung in there last night, but the D-backs sort of seem to understand what's happening to them right now, that there's something sort of bigger at work. And uh, this Rangers team, how it was constructed and how it's managed. I mean, think about it. We don't normally – we usually talk more about, like, Chris Young or the architect of this thing – uh in the gm then sometimes we do about the manager right well with this yeah. team because he's an old school manager we talk a, a, a lot more about bochi and, and it, it's understandable because he does this time and time again he left the game retired and decided to come back to it and he gets the rangers in his first season with the rangers to the world series i mean that that's a pretty amazing thing in a sport where we don't always think the manager has as much of an impact as other sports, right? The coach or, or manager. And yet, Bochi just does. Bochi's yeah. presence seems to mean more than most other managers in baseball mean. You know, this is funny, too, Matt, because when I was living in Las Vegas, you know, the, uh, the, the uh, Las Vegas Stars at the time of the early 80s uh, where their AAA team was in Las Vegas for the Padres. And I remember watching Bruce play for Las Vegas back around, what was it, 83, 84, 85, that sort of thing when he was there. So it was really kind of fun to kind of see him kind of where he began, if you will, as a player to where he is now as a manager. And I think it's just that common presence that he has, a thorough understanding of just how to get players to tick and to perform he, he kind of reminds me, if you will, for all of us who are a little bit older uh, than dirt, like Sparky Anderson, you know, a guy who could just have a feel and understood personalities and knew how to coax something out of his players like that, rather than being governed by analytics, when to pull pit- pitchers and if they hit a certain, certain threshold, that sort of thing. Just Bruce knows how to get relationships built with his players. And I think that's the reason why they respond to him. And I think what he's done this, in his first year is a reminder that you don't have to do it by what the numbers tell you. As long as you understand what your people can give you, and if your people are willing to fight for you and play for you, I've always said that's half the battle. That's what I said about uh, Matt when I was covering Baylor, is that that was the half the reason why Matt Rule's team got to the Sugar Bowl a couple of years ago, because it wasn't a great, talented team, but it was a team that played for Matt, and that's why they were in the Big 12 championship game, and that's why they got to the Sugar Bowl to face Georgia a few years back. Yeah, that's... Very interesting. I, I like that. I like all those uh, angles. And I'd forgotten that you spent time in Vegas. If you just stayed in Vegas, you could have been out there to witness the Raiders <laughs> just completely implode and fire everyone as part of that organization. But in 1983, Under the cover of darkness, by the way, <laughs> just, <laughs> just everybody's gone the next day, including the quarterbacks been benched. 
and Aiden O'Connell, uh, a young man I'm not that familiar with, will get his uh, I thought it was chance. Neil O'Donnell that was brought back to play quarterback for a second there. <laughs> I read that. No, yeah, that's a uh, that's somebody else. That's a. Uh, that's the great uh, former Steelers quarterback who might have <laughs> – did he start against the Cowboys in one of those Super Bowls? He did. He was in 30. Okay. Yeah. Larry Brown's best friend. <laughs> Larry, Larry. speaking of the Raiders, Larry got very rich off one game. Uh-huh. <laughs> the former Horn Frog himself. Yeah, he had about – he had three interceptions in that game. Uh but this is, uh, I mean, I, 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 all of it is has been fun to watch. This team, as constructed, like last night, Young gets moved up to the fifth, you know, where he's more used to being throughout the mm-hmm. year, and he looked awesome. He just, it was kind of like he was ready for that moment uh, because yeah. he was used to it, and everything Bochy's done has turned out. I would say that Seeger, you know, it helps to have – a superstar. And while Adolis has been the emotional uh, guy and maybe the most valuable player, the, the Rangers' best player is Seeger. And, and he sure. just – and he, he's unreal. And, and I'm glad he's had this World Series because he'd been a little shaky at times against the Astros. And then, boom, game one of the World Series, he reminds everybody, hey, the Rangers do have a monster. They do have – one of the greatest postseason players in the history of baseball. And that's what he is. I mean, yeah. that's what he is because his numbers well, stack up. Corey, yeah. Think about what Corey did, though, in the deciding game of the ALCS down in Houston when he hits the, what, the one out or two out home run in the top of the first inning at Minute Maid Park. And I think that was the blow for me uh, that really sent the message we're coming for you and we're going to beat you guys. And I think that's, and I think that when that happened against, you know, one of Houston's most calmest pitchers, uh, I think that really kind of shell-shocked the Astros from which they never recovered. And then the Rangers just kept tacking on and tacking on. And so Corey has that ability to deliver that moment there, especially and not only with what he's done at the bat, but he's made some pretty nice plays. He turned a double yeah. play yesterday, I think it was in the fifth inning, that even though the game was well in hand at that time, it's still, you know, you, you have to get all the outs, and it doesn't matter how you get him. He turned a pretty nice double play where he goes to his backhand side and then kind of flips it to Simeon, who can turn it there. Because let's remember, the Rangers' five-run second inning started innocently on a wild pitch, and then it just mushroomed after that. So you've got to take advantage of your outs when you can. Yeah, and I'm thinking about even game, uh, what was that, game three, when he – when he had that gorgeous, I mean, kind of backhand pitch that he made, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. And he just gets on top of the ball. I mean, like his swing is so perfect, and it got a little off in the earlier in the postseason. And now Simeon has joined up. It's like yeah. they've just been waiting for Simeon to join them, and he's arrived. And he had a triple, a home run. That was a that was a huge game. I mean, it's I think the D backs were just extremely fortunate to get here. Not that they didn't earn it, but I think everybody was shocked that they made it, including them. You yeah. know, I, I just think the Phillies had the pedigree and the lineup and even the pitching and were supposed to be supposed to get it done and they didn't get it done. And so no. the D backs end up facing this team 
and it was going to be about did the Rangers collect themselves and move past that Astros, the emotion that went into winning uh, in Game 7 and all of that, could they move past that? And they have. Now, they were fortunate to be 1-1. They could have been down 2-0 very easily. But once they, once they did, they functioned beautifully out in Arizona. And um, this is going to be fun tonight. I, I don't know. I'm trying. I've, I've kind of let myself think about today, like what, as a you know, lifelong boyhood Rangers fan, uh, of course, I've covered them for years, and that changes your relationship right. a little bit. But I still love to see them win. And sure, I, I've, I've kind of thought of, about, like, what it'll be like, like, if they do. But, again, let's see if they can do that. I Like, I'm wondering if people in Dallas, Fort Worth, will go outside and goof around and honk their horns. And, like, will it be that kind of celebration? Or will it be kind of like a everybody? I don't know. I don't know what it'll be I like. I, mean, I, I think what will happen, Matt, is I think there might be a certain period of numbness <laughs> they're going to say this really happened, and then once that shock or numbness wears off, then they'll start to celebrate. I mean, obviously there will be the euphoria right after the last house recorded, provided that they win and that sort of thing. But there's going to be that moment of going, "Oh my heavens, this just really happened. We've never seen this before." You know, obviously they came close in 2011 in St. Louis, but I mean the fact that that they are on the verge of this is mm-hmm. just. You know, it's mind-boggling to watch this. And I'm I'm happy for them, too, because, you know, when you and I covered them in the late 90s when they won those first three American League West titles, I made this statement to a couple of friends of mine and on my SMU board about saying, you know, their reputation as a laughingstock changed forever when they won those three American League West titles in 96, 98, 99. Now, of course, they had some bad years in the the aughts and, of course, you know, in uh, in the later teens. But they were, but their perception changed of a team that could never win anything to a team that could win, but they're just going through ebbs and flows. And then what was left for them was because everyone knew they could won the pennant because they'd won two of two of them. And then it was could they be that program that could finally get over the hump and bring home the tr- the major trophy? And now yeah. they're right on the verge of doing it. You know that's what. I, so I think over, since 1996, their reputation has changed from afterthought to a, a, a franchise you have to watch. And now what we're watching to see is can they actually climb the last step? Well, they're right there. Yeah. I kind of like that team that had Blaylock, you know, and DeLucci hit that huge, had a big hit late in the season. I don't even think that team maybe made the postseason, but Tashera might have been on it. Yeah. Michael was obviously with them. There were some, there were some foundational people that – um, I'm trying to think. That might have been way early in the Elvis. Elvis was young, wasn't he, in that 2010 and 11 World Series? Like 20 or something like that, yeah. Golly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's a guy in this series for the Diamondbacks that was played in a World Series in 2008, Longoria, and he's still mm-hmm. playing, um, which is always uh, interesting. Kevin Longquist. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Kevin, have you? Uh, I mean, I, I, I want to say, are you watching Baylor? I kind of hope you're not. I hope you've <laughs> taken a nice break. Uh, your alma mater is SMU. In fact, you've gone back to with on three, uh, covering some Mustangs, and I know you were kind of excited to get to watch SMU, and hopefully, 
you're getting to be a little bit of a fan and the, these columns aren't taking up too much of your time, but that's kind of neat to see you covering your uh, your alma mater. But the Baylor, the grid just came out for the Big 12 schedule. And, I, you know, you're always, you're like me, you're kind of fascinated with this stuff. Listen to this. The scheduling model added uh, they, the only protected rivalries, and you've seen the Big Ten have to do this. And, right. and it's always like, well, okay, does Penn State get a rival? Uh, apparently not. Um, Arizona, Arizona, uh, Arizona, and Arizona State, Kansas and Kansas State, Baylor and TCU, and they preserve BYU and Utah. All right, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. But that's and, all. And, that's and all you so can protect. And so yes, I guess. I mean, seriously, I, I mean, if you look at this, if you look at the conglomeration of the Big Twelve. Where are your natural rivals after the ones you just mentioned? Well, there aren't any. I mean, the other one that could be in that argument could be Utah, Colorado, but that was kind of forced by the Pac-12 when Colorado joined. You know, yeah, but Tech and, Tech and Baylor, and I mean, uh, Baylor's got great history with U of H, and, and uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's I, the same. I mean, I don't think it's the same, though. I mean, look, it's a close series. What is it, like one or two games difference after Tech won a few weeks ago? Um it's like, and it's been tight. And of course, you know, that series was played at AT&T Stadium for several years, along with one year at the Cotton Bowl and that sort of thing. But it's a similar thing to what SMU is doing now with the ACC, because the ACC just announced its new conference schedules from 2024 to 2030. And SMU obviously doesn't have a rival in there per se, but what the conference did do, and it was mainly for travel, was that they basically have, you know, book, have bookended, or not bookended, but they've absolutely you know, created this home and away relationship between them and Stanford and Cal. And of course, you know, with, and so, but the one thing about SMU's schedule, I'm going to change course here for just a second, um, is, you know, the the one thing about SMU is is that they have enjoyed some weird things over time, but this schedule that came out in 2024 for them, when they're home to Florida state, I mean, now you've never seen a program like that with the exception of, you know, way back when, uh, but a program of that caliber has never come to, to Ford Stadium since it opened at 20. So that changes a lot of dynamics for that program on that scale. Now, getting back to the Big 12 for a second, I think from Baylor's point of view, just to talk about them for a second, is I think it's more important for the conference to preserve the rivalry with TCU because of the history and the fact that that's, what is that, 118 games? It's going to be 118 when they see each other in November. And I think, it's, mm-hmm. I think there's more value to that game, in my judgment, than preserving or at least keeping tech with Baylor in some sort of you know yearly way. I, I would if, if I was given the choice and say who would you rather keep if you're Baylor? Who would you rather keep TCU and or, or Tech? I would say TCU without it and, and never even think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, mean, I agree with that. Given a schedule like this, when you have huge conferences like the one that SMU is joining on July 1st of 2024, and what Baylor and TCU have seen join them over the last month or so, the last couple of months, you got to give something because you can't play everybody. So you got to get, you got to devise these crafty schedules. That'll be kind of interesting. By the way, one nuance, just getting back to SMU's schedule over this six year period or seven year period is the fact that they got two for ones with Florida state, Clemson and Miami, which means twice those schools are going to come to Dallas and they only get to travel to those schools once, which I think, which I find kind of interesting and so there's some – I don't know if the ACC did that as a favor to SMU or how that worked out. 
But if you want to talk about trying to sell your program and obviously make Texas more of a, a recruiting ground, I'm sure that's part of it too. Yeah, I, I, this is this is going to be an interesting structure. Um, and the point that was really the point that was made, like, see, one thing I like about the SEC is they protect more rivalries. Like you, mm-hmm. you, and and again, I guess they have fewer schools, but still, you get like three. Right or or Texas has like three people they're always going to play. I do kind of mm-hmm. like that. Um, Georgia still hasn't played at Texas A and M since the Aggies joined the SEC in 2012. Isn't that interesting? I mean, that just uh, I mean, because I know the Aggies went out there to Athens one year. So yeah, yeah, that's never happened. So some of these things happen. Um, let me ask you this: Is SMU recruiting? You're back to kind of covering SMU. I don't think you've had time really to dig into their recruiting. But having seen how Aranda recruited, now some of these guys are playing real well, by the way, that you that you remember. Caden Jenkins has showed up. Mm-hmm. Carl, my man Carl, uh, what is it, Carl Reese? Anyway, Carl Williams. He, yeah. Carl Williams, Carl Williams, yeah, Richard Reese, Carl Williams, sorry. Uh, number 15, he's – these guys are good, these young guys. But, like, is SMU are, – are they ahead of Baylor right now? Like, because they understand and are a little bit – they hit the ground running a little quicker on NIL and portal stuff. Would you say, as they get ready to go in the ACC, is SMU recruiting better than Baylor right now? Well, I think if you look at their national ranking for this year, for 2024, ranking-wise, no, because they only have, what, about eight or nine kids with that okay. class. So, okay. so, but that's because of the fact that they took so many tra- uh, kids from the portal, Matt, so that kind of okay. impacts their national ranking. Now, what I will say is I think their, their 2025 uh, class has got a lot of teeth to it in its building. I think I saw, like, in our national rankings, when I say R for on three, but I think they were like top ten in in that class because they and the one thing that SMU has done a really good job is is that they have and this is through and I think Eric Johnson the mayor of the city of Dallas has played a significant role in SMU's uh, resurgence if you will with just the city of Dallas and because I've always felt like SMU's relationship with Dallas has been strained uh, it's it's been kind of complicated over time but I think over the last four or five years that's been softening to the point where there is a you know a, a, a it's a better it's far better now than where it was and so what i mean by this is that SMU has done a far better job of getting into south dallas county they're recruiting desoto better they're recruiting duncanville better uh they're doing a f- far better job of like with cedar hill you know red oak those types of schools you know zach smith the linebacker from uh, red oak that baylor was pursuing may have pulled off on him i think at the time when i was leaving sikkim sports he committed to smu um and I think, and so SMU has a couple of 2025 kids, Keelan Russell, the mm. quarterback, Duncanville, who's a national recruit, committed to them. And if you look at his offer list, it's kind of like it's up there in the high rent district with a lot of national programs. Now SMU has a little ways to go here. They've they've got a lift. They, you know, they've got what you what I would call, you know, the the wind at their back because of this move to the ACC and the fact that if you go back to like way back in 1980, you know, when Ron Meyer got there, Ron Meyer had a philosophy. Of I'm going to hit three areas of Texas, and I'm going to go after Dallas-Fort Worth, and I'm going to go after Houston, and I'm going to go after East Texas. And SMU can do that now far better than, than what they were. That was the, the going back into a P5 conference or P4, or whatever you want to call it, wherever 
this how this all shakes out. But whatever that is, they've done a far better job of at least putting themselves in a position to get those upper echelon commits rather than waiting for those kids to perhaps be a frustrated, you know, the kids that they were pursuing but went on to other P5 schools and then got frustrated after a couple of years, went in the portal and then came back. Because that's how SMU was making its living over the last couple of years. Yeah. But now they can, they can blend this a little bit better now in the forthcoming years. They can go get the, <laughs> if you will, the national 250 kids, the national 100 kids, or be in the running for them and be in there in a more serious nature than what they were in previous years. That, it, it all changed for them mm-hmm. on September 1st of this year when they got the ACC invite. Uh, yeah, Ron Meyer knew, I'll be more specific, he knew to go to Sealy, Texas, and he right. knew to go to Stratford High School in Houston, all right? <laughs> and certainly, certainly in Highland Park, right down the street, and there you have the Pony Express. All right. By the way, SMU is number 12. In the on three national rankings for the 2025 class, SMU is number 12. Now, that's a, now that's a long way to go. But, you know, like I said, I said Keelan Russell, the quarterback from Duncanville. And then they got Dalen Singleton, the talented wide receiver from DeSoto, who had a huge game last week against uh, Duncanville last week. So these are the types of kids. They also got a couple of kids out of Tyler Chapel Hill that are highly ranked as well. So I think that just kind of shows you where they're at with this and the fact that it's changed. And you mentioned the fact that they're, you, they're NIL program, which they were, as I like to, as, as SMU alums would like to tell people, <laughs> SMU was NIL before there was NIL. And so, yes. um, but seriously, but those have made significant differences. They have the foresight to make that kind of a difference in terms of, Moving forward, because if they, when they felt that they had a chance to move up to either it was the Pac-12 or the ACC, that's why they kind of put this, you know, this foundational project in place with the NIL, and that's why they're in this position that they're in. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to win, but at the same time, you need good players to win, and that's kind of where they're at. And so, you know, obviously they have a chance to compete for the AAC title this year, but. And that's what one thing that I think that Rhett Lashley has done a great job of, at least to this point, is keeping them focused. Because even though the future is sitting out there in front of them, they still got to try and win a championship. And SMU hasn't won a conference championship in like 40-some-odd years, Matt. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, that will be uh, very interesting to watch. Uh, Kevin, let's uh, let's watch the, uh, the Rangers tonight, see if they can pull it off. Great uh, discussion and uh, wonderful to have you back on, and congratulations on your uh, association there with On3. We'll be reading you, okay? Sounds good, Matt. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, let's hope that it all works out tonight and all of DFW and all Ranger fans uh, globe-wide can celebrate this. All right, there he goes. Kevin Longquist, On3, used to be with Rivals. It covered the Bears for a long time, the Baylor Bears. All right, we'll uh, we'll start to get we're getting closer to first pitch. Let's look back at the lineup real quick, and let's get you ready for what uh, what hopes to be a historic evening for the Texas Rangers. That's next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones. Down goes Jones. Only heard here. Parsons beat the left tackle clean all season. It's another two sack game. For Michael Parsons. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
It's the Cowboys and the Eagles, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. 
and get ready for the Buckles Full Restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for bears to be. At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Rangers first pitch uh, coming up at 703-929. Shooter FM is where you can hear that locally. We are a proud Rangers affiliate. And by about... 9.45 this evening, 10 o'clock, we could be celebrating a world championship for these Texas Rangers. And it, it, it could go the wrong way, and they could be having to come back to Arlington to try to close it out at home with a 3-2 lead. We have been talking about the schedules that came out, the Big 12 today. There were a few rivalries protected. Baylor and TCU was one of them. Kansas and Kansas State. Um, Arizona and Arizona State. And then BYU and Utah. The one that's really getting a lot of attention that did not get protected was Farmageddon. Uh, It's affectionately known. And that's K-State and Iowa State. And it goes back. An incredibly long time. It's been over a hundred years, and um, that's tough. That's tough. Um, has been played every year since 1917. Cyclones and Wildcats will play in 24, 25, and 26, so it'll get a few more years, but not in 2027. I mean, that's that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, the good thing about the schedule is it gets everybody to where they need to go within like a four-year period. Um, interesting to think about the Colorado Buffaloes. First season back in the Big 12, they'll host five home games. Baylor, Cincinnati, K-State, Oklahoma State, and Utah. The road games that Dion drew will kind of make him happy because he gets to come to Texas for one of them to play in Lubbock at Texas Tech. And he gets to go to Florida to play UCF. He wants to recruit both of those places really well. And then he goes, uh, he'll go to Arizona and Kansas. Dion in Lawrence should be fun. Uh, Baylor. They've got TCU. They've got this weird glitch where they've got five road games, a conference, and one of their road games is at Utah, but it's already on the schedule, 
And I don't know, uh, the Utah newspapers and everybody today are saying, yeah, it's still on. It just won't be considered a conference game. Utah's in the conference. They're playing the Bears. It, I mean, it again, make it work. Make it work. Maybe the schedule makers just couldn't. But that's got to be one of Baylor's five road games. And it's not. It's not. And um, and, and it, it is tough. Bears have a great thing going all these years with Texas Tech. And some of that thing comes to an end. Now, why is this happening that way? The scheduling model was developed to prioritize geography, historic matchups, and rivalries and competitive balance. So it's like, Aaron, on one hand, they're trying to prioritize rivalries, but they just don't prioritize them enough to allow for it to be every single year. So you get a lot of it, but you don't get it. You might get it three out of four seasons. I think that's the way Baylor maybe has it with Tech in Houston. I mean, let's not act like the Houston Baylor thing. I mean, but they're picking they're picking back up, and so all these things are fun. I mean, I I thought Oklahoma State and Baylor needed to be prioritized. They played in the Big Twelve championship game. Uh, it had been really good games back and forth, good programs, and it went away this year. It'll come back, but not permanently. And, uh, I mean, I, I have looked at this grid from every possible uh, vantage point as the Bears. Um, and if you're just joining us in the five as you're driving home, uh, Baylor's home games for, for next season are BYU, TCU, Oklahoma State in Kansas, just four of those games. Their road games are West Virginia, Iowa State, Tech, Colorado, and the Houston Cougars. Man, that's a rough road. I mean, Morgantown, Ames. I mean, I, the only game that looks semi-doable on the road is U of H. Now, this may be, let's hope this is a much different Baylor team next season and so we won't feel so bad about some of that scheduling Aaron I told you it's good you know I've tried to kind of look at this thing from other people like the other teams and like the away games for University of Houston they got to go to Arizona to BYU to TCU to Kansas and to Cincinnati I mean it's not easy at all their home games, they get the Utes, the Baylor Bears, the Wildcats of of Kansas State, and Iowa State. Um, so they decided not to do pods on this thing. Let's look and see, for instance, what we think about Texas Tech. Their away games are at Arizona, at TCU. OSU and Iowa State. Their home games are Arizona State, Buffaloes, Baylor, Cincinnati, and West Virginia. I mean, it's not that bad what Tech has. But uh, anyway, tonight we do have 
game five. Game, well, let's see. Rangers are up three to one now. So game five of the World Series. And it's very, very exciting time. They got a Valdi on the mound. Uh, we will, in the dismount, get you ready for this one and and start to think about what that would feel like if the Rangers are able to pull this off. First pitch is just a little bit over an hour away. That is all next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The Axtell Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Steven Simcox here with your Axel Longhorn report for the week. Coach Horn said he's dealing with a sore throat and he wants to save his voice for the game day, understandably. Uh, but the Longhorns, they win again against Crossroads 46 to nothing this past weekend. They are now 9-0 on the season. That victory also clinched a 7-2A Division I district title for Axel. And so they will roll into the playoffs in a couple weeks. But first, a regular season finale against Itasca. Uh, the Wampus Cats are 2-3 and three in district play and 6-3 and three on the season. Axel closes out the regular season and gets ready for the playoffs against Itasca this week. Uh, and we'll have more coverage of this team continuing on through the playoffs. This has been your Axel Longhorns football report. Coach Horn will be back with us next, next Wednesday. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. 
All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's interesting uh, discussing all these future schedules in the Big 12. And I've been hearing from other Big 12 media and writers, um, you know, I mean, I'm complaining about Baylor. Baylor at least got one of their rivalries protected. I, I, you know, we don't always look at these things through the lenses of other teams. Iowa State fans and Kansas State, they've had an incredibly long rivalry. And it just, it's just going away. I mean, just really, uh, really tough to, uh, to see that happen. Now, tonight, Rangers send Avaldi, Nate Avaldi out. Uh, Gallon will be on the mound for the Diamondbacks. That's going to be a rocking place, a nervous place, a probably they think it will end tonight place, but who knows? The D-backs could maybe give them something to cheer about early. Rangers need to just go ahead and finish them off tonight, as we know, although Rangers don't always. Oh, we got some breaking news at the very end of the show. What do you have, Aaron? Sorry to interrupt, Matt. Uh the ESPN just reporting that Bobby Knight has passed away at the age of 83. Ooh, yeah, tough, tough way to end it tonight, but uh, that is a huge news. Uh, Bob Knight has passed away, one of the greatest coaches 
in the history of college basketball, certainly top five all-time, and one of the biggest personalities in the history of the game. Uh, and he had been sick for a while and not doing that well, used to do Big 12 games. So uh, heart goes out to the Knight family, his sons, and his uh, wife and everybody a part of the Knight family. All right, everybody, have a uh, great evening and uh, enjoy the Rangers. 92.9 Shooter FM, you can hear that game uh, here in the Waco area. Everybody have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Houston head football coach Dana Holgerson has some very distinct thoughts about renewing the rivalry between Baylor and Houston this Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Come see why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional service and care from Dr. Leanne Green alongside her dedicated optometrist and staff. Receive trustworthy insights on your eye health. Enjoy the impressive variety of contacts and eyewear and work with the most experienced optical team in Waco. Don't miss the new state-of-the-art dry eye therapies that rejuvenate the eyes and face with safe, non-invasive treatments to restore comfort and quality of life. Green Eye Associates, official optometrist of Baylor Athletics. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. New gear for the new season is arriving daily at the Baylor Bookstore on campus and the Spirit Shop at the Herd Welcome Center. Also 